Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take, take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.TPVRadioNetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! Starting with the Thomas Voice Reloaded on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then the Thomas Voice presents by booking only Tuesdays. It's the Grub at 1 p.m. Followed by Victory Over the Waste of Life with Sister Deanne Lebreen at 6 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk. With Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30. Followed by Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Friday, Music of the Spirit with Trey Milner at 4.30 p.m. And Saturdays is our double hitter. And it starts with Saturdays for Vets with Sister Lorraine Brown, with Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Central, followed by Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. Also download Live 365 and search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio or visit our website, www.tpvradio.com. RadioNetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majals Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. 
You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to Dorothy Patterson, the reality, the reality show, right now on TPV Radio. Hello and welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. Living life without apologies It's not wrong, dear I be wrong here So you might as well get used to me Hold on, grab. 
admitting I'm not right. Because guess what? I'm human. Never trying to be perfect. Never trying to judge anybody. Just calling a duck a duck. An elephant an elephant. That's just what that is. But it's okay. You don't have to like me at all. But guess what? Because we live in this world, we have to respect one another. I have to respect your views as well as you have to respect mine. Not saying that we have to agree by no means. But one thing we must do is we must respect one another. Your belief is your belief. My belief is my belief. Your way is your way. My way is my way. And I pray that we're trying to do it God's way because this is a Christian network. And it is a Christian show. And I love God with all my heart. And that's who I'm going to serve. I ain't perfect in my serving. But I know one day he's going to, at least I won't get an F in not trying. I will at least get a Lisa, a B plus. I might even get an A. I'm trying to get an A, but I know there's no way I'm going to be able to get an A because I can't be that perfect. But I'm certainly going to try to get a B plus. And that that I can perfect, that that I feel like I'm, I, I can perfect, I'm going to do that. And that that I can't, I'm going to ask God to help me work on that. So no one has to be perfect, but that that you are perfect in, try to perfect it. Because that's the first thing of success is perfecting your craft. If you've ever been in the scene where you have to do something, the people that get paid the most money are the people that perfect their craft. They don't start out perfect, but they work hard to perfect it. Meaning, example, if an actor or an actress paid to play a role, they go out and they do their homework and they perfect that role so well until we actually think that they're that person, but they're just playing a role. There's no way you can't tell me Tom Hanks ain't far as dumb. But when I see Tom Hanks, he don't look nothing like Forrest Gump. But I tell you what, he perfected that role so well until he made me believe he was Forrest Gump. And let me tell you who else did something real good. Denzel Washington in Training Day. Y'all, I love me some Denzel, but after watching Training Day, because he perfected that role so well, I had to, I had to, now, you were just laying over in the hospital bed being a sweet man. Now you over out here being a gangbanger. And you're doing it well. You did, He did both roles so well, he perfected his craft. So all I'm saying is that when being a Christian, you may not get perfect in everything, but that that you are perfect in, perfected. Stand on it in holy boldness. I don't care what nobody say. Ain't nobody got to like you, but they're going to respect you. And they're going to respect the word of God because if they don't, guess what? You can go to your father and say, Father, I've had enough. Get my enemies of awkwardness. And just like you protect your children, don't thank the father that won't protect you. I've seen it, I've witnessed it, and I've experienced it from both sides of the spectrum. I've witnessed 
witness it as one being bothered with somebody and another one being bothered with, with, with me bothering somebody and then somebody bothering me. I witness both ways. I witness how God protects his children. Even when you don't think that they're his children, he protects them. Let me give a quick shout out because y'all I'm giving y'all know I'm getting now the reality coach is getting ready to get real because see I didn't have some people come at me this week. Come at me. Not at God, at me. Because they're too busy looking at me instead of looking at the message. Don't worry about the messenger. Listen to the message. Because sometimes the messenger can come in the most wicked and most evil person that you know. But if you tune in with your religious ears, your God-given ears, guess what? God's going to already protect you. And you're going to hear what the message is for you. Because guess what? I've learned I can't look at the messenger a lot of times because y'all all all know the messenger that brought me to Christ was the worst man in my life. But I learned to listen to the message and not the messenger. I didn't excuse the messenger, but I heard the message. So don't get it confused. Don't ever confuse. Don't ever, don't ever, as long as you live, excuse anybody's behavior. Just because they're the messenger, you listen to the message, but you don't excuse their behavior. That's all I'm saying. So before I go any further, because y'all know I got to, if you ain't seen the title of today's show, look at it. Because I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting ready to go. As they say in basketball, because y'all know I thought I was a basketball star. I'm getting ready to go hard in the paint for the Lord today. Okay, so y'all buckle up, brace yourself, and learn to see the beauty within the beast. And don't look at the messenger. Hear the message. And if it's for you, soak it up like a sponge. But if it's not for you, squeeze it out and let it go back to where it came from and let it dissipate, just like water does. Because everything ain't for you, so don't internalize everything because it ain't your business. All right, so let me pray. Father God, my Father, our Father, I just ask that you give me the right words to say. And, Lord, if I start stepping out of your will, roll me back in because you know I can step out of your will. But I know that because I'm willing, you can perfect everything, and you can turn everything bad into good. And, Father, I thank you. We are here to hear the message and not look at the messengers, Lord. That's what's going on. We've got too much of this going on in your world that you created because it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's what your word says. And, Lord, we've got too many people looking at the messengers, messengers, the messengers, Versus the message, hearing the message, Father. And I just ask that you let people put on hearing ears and let them hear what's meant for them. And if it's not meant for them, Lord, give them the right part to not take it personal. Because this here is a series. And it's a series, and this is a serious series that you're taking me through with the people. And Lord, thank you for testing me enough to know that I'm bold enough and I'm strong enough in you to withstand whatever comes up 
on me because nothing can stand in me because you're there. But it can stand on me, Lord, and I thank you for carrying the weight, lifting the load. And I thank you, Father. It is in the mighty name of Jesus. But, Father, before I go, if anybody's on here that's not doing something that's going to glorify and edify and magnify you, don't let them say a word, Father. And if they should be able to utter a word, Lord, make it come out in the way that you would have it to be, it is including me. It is in the mighty name, strong name of your son, Jesus, that I do pray. And I thank you and I praise you in advance, as always. Amen. Well, let me give some shout-outs real quick. Oh, I see my beautiful niece all the way in Illinois is on here. Hey, niece. Hi, Janice. Hey, thank you for watching. Oh, hey, Bobby. And thank you for my mansion. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hi, Holly. Hi, Christopher. Oh, hi, Lillian. Hi, June. Thank you all for tuning in. It is just wonderful to be back again once in the presence of God's people. Now you now y'all let me just let me just go on and get into this so I can get some people on here cuz I know Holly got to go and she's got to go and uh take care of some, take care of her class because we want we we're trying to get it right and we need everybody to try to learn something about the Lord from somebody. Even if you don't think it's right, do your homework. We're here to open we're here to liberate minds in order to transform lives. So just all we're doing is dropping nuggets you can pick them up and they don't turn into gold. That's all right. You pick them up and you learn that it wasn't gold and we fooled you. But we weren't trying to. That's why we set it out there so you can come and educate us. That's all. All right? Now, today's topic is love is not worldly compromise. It's biblical compassion. Now, uh, before I tell y'all why I came up with the subject, I just want y'all to know, this is a last week. It's the it's the PC, the the the, the PC the CP series. Whirling compromise mm. is biblical compassion. Love is not. Love is not. Let me say it again. Love does not mean you have to compromise and conform to the world. It means show the compassion of Christ through your biblical principles no matter what the world is doing. This is what's going on now. This is why we're in chaos. Too many of God's people are compromising, fit into the world, but want to holler. They got the compassion of Christ. I have a problem, y'all. I do. It ain't gonna be no question who I serve, and ain't so. And and you're not gonna make me compromise my belief so you can feel respected. No, we're not. Because guess what? If I make you feel respected, then I'm gonna be disrespected not only myself but the Word of God, and that is my sole purpose here. I ain't saying I'm perfect by no means, but what I am saying that that I'm perfect in. I'm working to perfect that because guess what? All them imperfections, I, I got so many of y'all, I, I got to try to get the ones that I can perfect on out the way so maybe I can edge on over here to some of these ones that I can't seem to get right. But at least God can see that I am striving and he can work with somebody who's willing to be worked with. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so 
before I say why, I guess I need to say why I came up with this topic. Let me just tell you. Okay, let me just explain it real quick, and then I'm gonna let Holly get on here and 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 say what she got to say, and and then we're gonna go on because she has to get off early. Okay, let me tell you why I said this. This past week, I um got a I, I'm my family. I'm in a family pet, and my sister's granddaughter. Oh my goodness. When I tell you she is just the cutest little thing, oh, yeah, I can just eat her up. She's so adorable and so cute. And she's got on the look. Y'all know I like bling bling, and I like to wear my lipstick, and I like to paint on my eyebrows. And I, you know, I just like to be a little girly, girly, real girly, girly. Now, I may not keep my nails done all the time because y'all know they always look a mess on Thursday because by the time I finish shampooing and doing stuff, my nails be in head. But I punch them on Sunday sometimes. But anyway, let me just tell you. But I get to it uh, by the weekend. So I'm looking at my little, my little, my, my great niece, and I'm just saying, oh, she's so adorable. My God, she's cute. And I just said in the text, man, I wish I had a girly girl. Now, why did I get a phone call? Saying that I am saying something that ain't right. Y'all. Now, this is where this here comes into play. Love is not worldly compromised, but it's biblical compassion. I had, I, 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 I had to do something. I had to catch myself. Because, see, sometimes I, I had to learn this the hard way. I had to put, sometimes I go and say, used to be, I tell Jesus, hold on, I'll be back. And I've gone on let you have it. But I can't do that now because I'm maturing and I'm going and I'm seeing how, how, how Satan can manipulate me into that thing that I think that I perfected that isn't perfect. And, and then I go back and I have to start all over with that imperfection and try to perfect it a little more each time. So I've learned to just, you know, hold my head. So when I said that, I, and, and I said, well, I'm sorry that you received that that way. It was perceived that I was saying that I didn't, that I didn't really care about my own grandbaby because she's not girly girly. No, what they're saying is she is not getting ready to wear no bling bling. She's getting, she ain't getting ready to put none of this stuff on. She's not getting ready to put hoops and lipstick and all. That's not her. So what, what made you think that I was saying something negative? I'm accepting my granddaughter for who she is. I love her just as she is. Who? Who cares? That was not it at all. I just know my grandbaby, if Gigi come at her with some bangles, she going to look at me and say, Gigi, you play too much. And I'm going to say, girl, it was a joke. Wasn't it was too funny, wasn't it? And we're going to laugh about it. We're going to keep it moving. Because she ain't about to put no bangles on. That ain't her. So why would I go buy her some bangles? So when he said this to me, I got a little sister because, see, I went into protect my grandbaby mode. I went into that, oh, no, you didn't. That that that, that want to work my, na- oh, no, you didn't. No, I ain't trying to say, no, no. what I'm saying is, and I know what I'm saying is, my granddaughter is not going to put no bangles on because that's not her personality. That's me. She don't like bangles. That ain't got nothing to do with me not loving my grandbaby. 
And me not thinking she's beautiful. Because she's beautiful just as she is, whatever she chooses to do. Embrace it, roll with it. But guess what? That don't mean I got to compromise my beliefs. I still have to show the compassion of Christ because that is my grandbaby. So it made me a little sensitive because I got into that protect my grandbaby mode. No, you didn't. Ain't nobody going to come before uh, my grandbaby. I, would, I almost said a name, y'all, but y'all know I'm protected by mine. I will go to, I, I will go there with you about mine. And I can say whatever I want to say about mine, but you better be careful how you come at me about mine. That's just the bottom line. And I know sometimes I get out of control and they reel me back in and that's fine. But I got sensitive. I got in my feelings about that one. And so then he went on to start saying, well, you know, as a believer in Christ, we have to show people how to embrace uh, Christ. And, you know, when when, when I got saved, I, 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 I felt like I couldn't be around certain people if they drunk or if they was uh, smoking, if they was cussing or whatever. So I had to figure out how to work with them to still be able to be around them. And here comes the compromise part, y'all. When I when I heard this, I was like, I, I didn't know what else to say. I just got quiet and just listened. Because sometimes that's what you got to do. When you don't know what to say, you just get quiet and listen. So he says to me, well, what I did was, in order to deal with this person that I love, if he was drinking, I drunk. If he said a cuss word, I cursed. But that didn't mean I didn't love God. What you said, not what you say. What did you just say? So you compromise your belief in God to make someone who ain't trying to serve God at that point in time. See, you drink and curse, but yet you saying you're a man of God. How, help me understand y'all, and maybe I, I maybe I just don't know. Maybe, I, I, maybe I'm a little slow. I don't see how that's going to bring somebody to Christ without leaving them being confused. So you mean to tell, and that's what has happened, y'all, in today's world. We got too many Christians doing what the world is doing, and they don't want to holler, we love the Lord. But we ain't no looking no different than what they looking. Oh, so you mean to tell me I can serve God and still drink and cuss and do all this and say I love the Lord and just ask for forgiveness, and it's all good and peaches and cream? The reality show speaks loud and clear. No. <laughs> Wrong answer. You're supposed to be ye therefore transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you don't know how to apply the word of God in order to show somebody that there is a true and living God, you might need to just go sit down and let the Lord do something. I don't know what the Lord needs to do with you, but I'm just saying, just don't get people confused by what you do. Simple as that. So anyway, that's this is the person that's telling me that well sometimes you just have to you just have to let people be and and you just have to um you 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 just have to you know figure out how to work with them. Well, I'm tired of figuring out how to work with people that ain't trying to work with the Lord that I love and serve. So let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm not compromising. I'm not doing the worldly compromise. I'm going to show biblical compassion. 
But at the end of the day, I'm standing on the word of God because guess what? Like I told y'all before, the heart is fickle. It can be all over the place. It can be like a radar all over the place. You know when you see those speakers, you don't know if you're going 30, 35, whatever, because you come off the gas, it says everything. That's what the heart does. But one thing Dorothy's working on, Dorothy's working on the soul because she knows her heart. It's good, but it can be hard. It can be crazy. It can be a whole lot of things. It can go up and down. But one thing ain't going to change is that soul, when I stand before the Father, my soul stands before the Father, I want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful service. You may not have been perfect, but you served me with spirit in spirit and in truth. That's what I want to hear. So I'm worried about my soul. My heart sometimes going to get hurt. When you're standing on the biblical principles of God, your heart going to get hurt because you're human. But at the end of the day, I promise you, can't nobody heal a broken heart like the Lord. Nobody. Not even a surgeon. With all the worldly knowledge they got, they can't heal a broken heart like God. They can't even begin to mend the pieces. Because guess what? They didn't create it. God did. And I'm going to stand on this word. So if y'all don't like the reality coach, don't get off me, y'all. Just listen to me. You don't like me. I'm just, I'm just doing it. Come on now. Respect it. Everybody, hey, how honey, are you love. doing? You know I'm doing well, fine. Let me set up so you can talk. Go ahead. Okay. Huh. I, I I enjoy uh, I enjoy hearing you talk. I don't always agree with you. Most of you know that Dorothy and I have a lot of things in common, but we also have a lot of differences of opinion. And one reason that she had me join um, her on the show is that we can always show people how two people with differing opinions and ideas and and thoughts can still get along we can still disagree on some things and it doesn't have to be a conflict it can just be a a disagreement and that's how I feel about it but here's what I want to say before I go you know that I'm studying Genesis Uh, I'm doing a Mm -hmm. deep advanced study um, of Genesis and in Genesis 18 and 19 God um, talks about Abraham and Lot Lot is Abraham's nephew Abraham mm-hmm. had great faith. Now he questioned God a lot. He says, no, "Come on, man, are you going to have to destroy the Sodom? It, are you going to destroy the whole place and destroy the fifty believers all because of all those bad people?" And he says, "If you can, if there's fifty believers there, I'll save the city." He said, "But what if there's only forty-five? And God said, "Okay, I'll still save it for forty-five." Abraham kept going back and forth with God. What if there's only ten good Christian believers there? He said, I won't destroy it if there's 10 good people there. But fast forward to his nephew, Lot, who lived in Sodom. Lot um, obviously had a lot going on in his life because his, um, his, his personal involvement in the culture of his town led you to believe he had things going on that weren't too good. He was sinning. He was sexually sinning. And we know in this place in the Bible it's, it's talking about sexual sin. 
and there was all kinds of sexual sin going on. Lot, uh, the, the men outside that came to his house one night when two angels came to rescue him, <laughs> um, they said, send these men out. They didn't know they were angels. Send these men out so we can have sex with them. And he said, no, 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 don't bother them, but I've got two virgin daughters I'll give you. Take them. Now, if that's not horrific, I don't know what is. And later on in the Bible, worse things. I, I would invite you to read it because I couldn't believe some of the things I learned. But Lot was a sinner, and he was sinned again and again. And you know what? God saved him. He was patient because we know God's mercy and patience is great. He's got great patience. So although everything that um, Dorothy is saying is, is so very true, uh, at least many of the things are very true in her heart and they're her feelings are very true to her um i just want everyone to know that i think that god's mercy and his patience are there and if you know there's a lot of lot in all of us whether it's exact same sins of course not but there's a lot of lot in all of us and so what we have to do is realize that god's not going to tolerate sin and he will test our faith and our beliefs, but I just think that if Lot can be forgiven and spared, he was spared. He got out of, of Sodom before it was demolished with sulfur and ash and, and his family, and he was warned. You know, the angels came and, and protected him, so I think that if we can um, take some of the Bible stories that really relate to this topic and realize that we need to be as patient and just keep saying the word keep introducing the word but i think if we introduce the word to these people and bring them to the word without without guilt maybe people will actually and this is just a big maybe you know i'm a i'm a big believer in hope but maybe they will come around and do the changing on their own to please god rather than to try to please us because we're not going to get them to please us they're not going to do that so anyway, I hope what I said uh, can uh, urge some people to go and study Genesis like I'm doing from the beginning. It is really uh, interesting that the sexual immorality was going on in the beginning of time and how God dealt with it. So I hope that – Dorothy, I sure wish you could be in that class with me because we would enjoy it so much. I am really enjoying it. So I've said what I'm going to say. Um, I, I love all of you, and for a little bit I will be leaving at the 40-minute mark. But um, I, I do want – I do so much want to come back and hear the end of the show. So uh, Thank you, Holly. We appreciate you so much. Now let me just try to uh, piggyback off of what she said. Here's what I feel that um, people miss with me, and Holly is right. This is my truth. This is what I believe. Now, here's where a lot of people, and Holly and I have discussions off the show as well as on the show, and right before the show, we always give a little brief discussion. So let me tell you what she's talking about. A situation occurred today at with me. Y'all know I'm always in a situation. Now, I just get, I'm like, Lord, do you have to put me in the thick of things? But he can't use nobody that ain't experienced. So I'm in the Waffle House having breakfast. And I noticed this, 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 this woman, that's, that's a big, she's kind of hefty. I mean, okay, I, I'm a big girl too, you know, but my question was, I, when I looked at her, I was like, hmm, 
I was like, hmm, is that a is that a man and a woman? Or is that a woman that just got manly features? Well, guess what, you all? I couldn't say, hey, man. I said, hey, I said, well, they was, I was talking about Starbucks. They all had Starbucks. I said, boy, y'all drinking Starbucks like that's the best new new drug in town. Y'all going to make me go get some uh, 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 uh some Starbucks. What y'all? What's in it? Y'all, y'all can't. Matter of fact, you can't come take my order because you over there drinking your Starbucks. So needless to say, when I, when our waitress came to the table, I said, "Okay, girl, what is in these cups? All y'all drinking on these cups now? Now you giving me this coffee? I might need what's in one of them Starbucks cups because y'all can't even work in here." And I promise y'all, they was all sipping on that. I said, "Don't have them over there burning my hash browns, and you know he got something else in that cup." And I was talking about a different person. So anyway, she said, yeah, he has some and he is too. And she said, oh. She covered her mouth and she was like, oh. She said, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, sorry for what? I said, oh, you, you, oh, 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 okay. We get it. That's all right. She said, because I don't want to lose my job. I said, lose your job? I said, because you said he? As if, you know, I was wondering, but I didn't want to say it. But I can't call him a he because I know him as a she. I said, now, was he a he before when when y'all started working? Now, y'all, I'm over here whispering at this girl. I mean, whispering, talking, laughing, you know, trying to talk low. I said, so was he a he when you came here or was he a she? She said, he dressed like a man when I came, when I started, but all of a sudden, she said, I mean, she dressed like a man. He was in different clothes when I started. And then she said, I don't mean, I, mean, I said, girl, just don't say nothing. Just say, he, just say different. You saw a different person. Just say a person. She said, yeah, I saw a different person. And now I see this and I get, sometimes I forget. And she said, I don't like it. Because it's hard for me, but I'm afraid. I have to give her more respect than I give myself. I said, girl, if you don't tune in to tonight's show, let me tell you what you don't have to do. You don't have to compromise your belief for nobody. But you can still show compassion because they got, they got feelings. They do. But so do you. I said, I'm not going to let nobody tell me to call somebody something that I know they're not. Because the one thing we as believers, and I'm saying we as believers, have to understand, you can live your life any old kind of way. If you want to be with a woman, be with a woman and do it as best as you want to do. Do it to your best ability. You want to be with a man, be with a man. Do it to your best ability. Whatever you choose to do with your life, you do it, and you do it to the best of your ability. But don't get mad at me. Because I'm not calling you a he when I know you a she. But guess what? I'm going to still try to show the love and the compassion of Christ. So guess what I told her to do? I said, when you're working in a system that's systematically set up for you to do the one thing that God despises more than anything is a liar. They trying to make you out of life. So, let me tell you, 
Here's how you do it. We got to see Satan is very wise. He ain't number no snake. So that's why the scripture is you got to learn to be gentle as a duck, have the compassion of Christ, but wise as a serpent. Have the trickery arsenal in your weaponry, weaponry, so that you can combat the devil. You got to put on the full armor of God, so you'll know how to combat the devil. You put your boots on, lace them up real tight. So guess what I told? Him? I said, here's what you do. So you don't have to worry about losing your job. Say my coworker. Oh, my coworker right there. That person. Because guess what? Some people don't identify as male or female. So what you want me to do, call you alien? So guess what I'm going to do? I'm not going to insult you. If that's what you want to believe, that's on you. But what I'm going to do is say, oh, okay. And I'm going to go on. Because you, and, 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 and guess what? I'm just going to go on. I don't have nothing to say. You're not going to make me lie for you, to you, on you, all with you. If I'm going to take a chance on going and missing heaven and doing what God despises, I'm going to be lying for me, with me, to me, and on me. Believe that. So if you want to live your life the way, okay, now my thing is everybody's so worried about everybody loving this, the the Sodom and Gomorrah situation, but ain't nobody looking at the real factor. The factor, I was told, oh, you just don't like gay people. That devil is a lie. I got too many people that I love that live a lifestyle that they choose to live. But that don't make me not like them. That makes me show them the compassion of Christ and respect is there on both sides. Simple. Like I told Sly Guy. You gonna always be Sly Guy to me. If I'm having, if I'm at your house, you can call your husband, your husband all day long. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say Sly Guy and let you introduce him as your husband. I ain't going to get there and I'm not going to sit there and argue with you and say, nah, you ain't got no husband. That ain't what a Christian does. A Christian learns to be under control. And you learn how to do things in due season. I ain't got to say not one word. All I got to do is say, now, if he say that's his husband, why you got to, why I got to say, no, it ain't. When you look up the definition of husband, you know, But if that's what he believes in his heart, according to the laws of the land, he can have a husband. And that's okay for him. That don't mean I got to agree. That don't mean I got to go back and forth with him. I don't have to do nothing but sit there and respect that that's the way he feels. I ain't got to say one word. All I got to do is show him the love of Christ because that is my duty as a Christian to show compassion but not compromise my belief. And what I mean by compromise, I saw a turn around and say, oh, yeah, that's his husband. No, sir, I'm not. I will say that's Bobby. And what I don't know Bobby's husband, who he says, I don't know his name. 
But if I know his name, I'm going to say, oh, that's Bobby and, and, and Jonathan. I ain't going to never, and I done told, told Fly Guy, I will never say that's your husband. But I will not ever say it's not because that's his belief. I ain't got to say a word. That's just the way I handle the situation because I care for him. And when you love people, you learn how to work within the situation so everybody can feel less respected and not ever disrespected. Point blank, period. That's how we do it as Christians. Now, what I can do is I can pull. Now, if I just got a real big problem, I will pull him to the side and discuss it with him. I don't have to call him out in front of everybody. That ain't what a Christian does. A Christian don't sit there and say, you wrong. You don't, the Bible say, you, well, he destroyed the whole city. That is not what you do as a Christian. What you do as a Christian is you chastise in love. Or you make sure you ain't, oh, now, now what I look like trying to tell him what he can't do and I'm doing it. Do y'all think I can go talk to folks that's got boyfriends, women that's got boyfriends, and I got one telling them what they ain't supposed to be doing? Girl, if you don't go sit down, go sit down. You can't tell me nothing about what the Bible said about having a boyfriend and you got one to get you a husband. And then you can tell me about my boyfriend. So guess what I do? I say, well, y'all, that's one where I ain't perfect yet, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. God and me working on it. We working hard. We trying to get that thing perfected. But ain't no sense of me. Excuse me. Ain't no sense of me over there telling somebody they can't have no boyfriend. And I'm sitting up here looking at one. Now, I can't tell you you ain't supposed to do certain things with your boyfriend. Now, that I ain't, you don't know what I'm doing. But y'all know it don't. It, it, let me tell you something, people. That's why you ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to say nothing about no fun. Excuse me, no fun I'm a grown woman. Y'all know good and well, if I got a boyfriend, you ain't got to say nothing about fundication. You, I ain't got to say one word. Just like you ain't got to say nothing about somebody standing there with a woman saying that she got a wife. You ain't got to say one word. You ain't got to say nothing. All you got to do is be the Christian that you are and let God do it. Say a silent prayer. How about that? So now for all, now for these people, I hit these people, because let me tell you, I done been hit up this week, saying that I don't like, I got a problem with gay people. It's such a problem with me. No, sweetie, sugar, dumplings, love. I got a problem with you trying to make me lie. That's the problem that I have. If you a man and I know you're a man, don't try to make me call you a woman because you choose to be dressed like a woman now, and I know you born a man. I don't have no problem with you doing you, because guess what? At the end of the day, I'm going to do me. But I do have a problem with you trying to make me lie to you, with you, for you, and on you. I'm not going against the word of God for you. That's your life. You deal with it. But what I will do, because I love you and I'm going to respect you, I'm going to say, oh, my friend, oh, my associate, 
Oh, my coworker. Oh, yeah, over there. Because, see, sometimes you got to say, oh, she's over there. Oh, over there. I'm going to learn how to respect you, and you're going to learn how to let me respect you. If you don't want me to call you out, you better take what I'm giving you because I'm not going to compromise my belief for your passion. See, y'all missed that. Come passion. See, a lot of people got a lot of passion, but they ain't got what God got, compassion. I'm trying to use the God. When Jesus walked this earth, he had compassion for people. He didn't follow his passion because if he'd have followed his passion, let me tell you, when he said, Father, is there any other way we could do this other than giving up my life? He didn't follow his passion because I'm telling you right now, if I was Christ, guess what? Y'all, y'all would still be burning. Because I ain't getting ready to get no thorns on my head. I'm not getting ready to get no nails in my arms, uh, my hands, and no nails in my feet. And carry this big old heavy wooden cross. And y'all know wood was real back then. This plywood we got now, it ain't nothing compared to what Jesus had to suffer. And getting whipped up the hill, too. Y'all, I'm telling you right now, my passion would have came on good and strong. Oh, no, Father, you might have gone on, let me go on and go, I, hey, uh-uh, they on their own. Because I had to follow my passion, not my compassion. But he followed his compassion because he was standing on the word of God. And let me tell you, when you follow what God has, the compassion that's put inside of you, guess what? You're going to rise again. They may bump you down and knock you down and do everything they can, but let me tell you what you're going to do. At the end of the day, you're going to rise white as snow and look like pure gold. Just trust him. Stand on his promise. Live in holy boldness. Don't let the world make you be an outright lie. But don't let the world make you forget to show compassion either. Don't compromise God's word for nobody. Do you hear me? I love my people. I love them. But if they living, living, living the life that they live, that's fine. I love you for just who you are. But I'm not going to call you who you are not. That's a good one. Y'all better write that down. I love you for who you are, but I'm not going to call you who you are not. Simple as that. I'm not compromising the Bible for you. If I'm going to compromise the Bible, trust me, if I'm going to take a chance on burning, it's going to be after my own desires and not yours. Simple as that. And we're going to be all right with that, just like you would tell me. Now, I'm telling you, everybody want to worry about what the LBG2, I don't know that, y'all know the acronyms. Don't make me go there because they didn't add some more now. I don't care what they do. I'm going to love them for who they are, why they doing what they do, because guess what? That ain't my place. My place is to show them compassion, and my place is not to compromise the word of God, figure out how to work within the situation so they can see the love of Christ in me. That's my concern. So guess what? Now, can y'all imagine saying on this so much? Why are you always talking about this? Why is it that everybody can talk about what they want to talk about over and over and over? Now, everybody that's living the life that they want to live, they can talk about it over and over and over and over. But when you get to talking about the something that's bothering and burning in your soul that's going to that's gonna make, that's going to, Profound the wise. I mean, oh yeah, I can't even say the scripture right now. But it's going when when you're talking about something that's going to liberate a mind in order to transform a life. 
people got something to say. When you're talking about the word of God and you standing on it, why are you saying that so much? Why are you standing on that? Well, why everybody else get to do what they do? I'm standing on what God said. I can say whatever I want to say about the Lord. And I can say it as many times as I choose to. You don't want to hear it? That's what you do. Just like when I don't want to hear what you're saying, guess what I do? I walk away, I set you off. And I can be looking at you dead at, dead at you and treat you like air, something I can't see. I get told that all the time. Did you hear what I said? Mm-mm. But you're looking at me. I've mastered how to look at you and respect what you're saying but not hear it or receive it because I don't receive everything. And that's what we're supposed to do as Christians. We don't have to receive everything. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And because we live in a world that's ever-changing, and it ain't changing for God. Believe that. If you can't see it, you better open your eyes. You better figure out how to work for God within a world that ain't changing for God. Work for God in a world that ain't changing for God. And that's what I do. I'm sorry if you don't like it. I'm sorry if your feelings are hurt. My feelings are hurt, too, when you want me to lie. My feelings are real hurt when I got to respect you, but you don't have to respect my feelings. I'm real hurt. But guess what I do? I shake the dust from my feet, and I move on. Okay, y'all, enough of me. Let's get somebody else on here. Somebody, anybody, I don't care who, who, who. Oh, uh, everybody on here? I don't know who on here. I, I, I thought I saw some people on here. But if y'all want to call in and say something, call 515 515- Six zero five nine eight seven three, and you can check me because I don't mind saying checkmate. I don't mind you taking my bishop, no problem. Because my daddy made it anyway, he can give me another one. Okay, so um, uh, I see that Mr. Lance of Michigan is here. I don't want him to say nothing yet because he and he and TNT they 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 gone on blow the show off the Richter said. I know that uh, uh, I don't know if Fly Guy's on here. I sure miss that little chuckle and him hollering. He got his notes. Don't y'all miss him? Jeez. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I got my notes. That's Fly Guy. Well, I don't know if he's here now, but I know Firecracker's here. Firecracker, are you there? Miss Firecracker. Okay. I thought she was here. But anyway, she's not there right now. Okay. Well, I guess Mr. Lance in Michigan, Firecracker, she's going to try to talk to you. But, you know, you're going to keep talking anyway. You're going to keep coming on in and saying something. Go ahead, Mr. Lance in Michigan. Y'all, ain't nobody? Am I online? Y'all, I'm just talking and I ain't even online. I'm sorry. No wonder ain't nobody saying nothing. Y'all, I'm just sitting up here. No wonder. Lord have mercy. Let me. Uh, are you there? Uh oh. GP, are you there? Here. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Oh, I'm. Tra- I was just talking, and I'm asking for a firecracker. I'm asking somebody to say something because I'm just on my soapbox. I'm just really going black. <laughs> could y'all? Could y'all hear me? Well, we just heard you just now, but now you're on. So I believe we have oh Firecracker. Well, we got Lansing, Michigan, and we got. Wow. 
Scott in the building. What's up? I'm so glad y'all back with me. I was just over here talking, and I'm sitting up here. You know I'm live on Facebook, too, and I'm sitting up here saying, yeah, come on, fire. Oh, Miss Firecracker, y'all come on, because I know. And Miss Alaska, Missy, you got to wait, because you and TNT got to go back to back. But Firecracker, and I'm just talking, and I say, hey, y'all. And and I'm looking stupid, because I'm like, oh, y'all ain't nobody on here. Oh, I see Fly Guy here. It, it, Fly Guy, are you are you able to talk? Or are you just going? What you, we need to hear that little chuckle you got and hear you talk about the papers. Oh, there Can you hear me? Y'all. Yes, Lord, we have missed you, Fly Guy. Where is uh, something go in them papers? You been taking notes, Fly Guy? I sure have. <laughs> All right, Sly Guy. Well, come. Let's let Sly Guy go, y'all. We done missed him. He done missed two weeks. Hey, honey. How hey. are you doing? We done missed you shuffling them papers. Your little mansion we built. You know what? I didn't get to see it. It didn't come oh. to me. Okay, so you'll have to, you have to look at my Facebook page because I, I tagged you on that. And this this new little guy that I met down there in Mexico He's six and a half years old, and he loves building sandcastles. Oh. So I spent, I spent two days building sandcastles with him, and the second day, that's when you said, I have to build you a mansion. And I'm like, I'm like his name is Dane. I'm like, come on, Dane. I'm like, we got to go miss, build Miss Dorothy a, a sandcastle. He's like, well, who's Miss Dorothy? I'm like, well, she's one of my friends. And <laughs> he was, then he was like totally into it. He's like, Okay, let's let's go build Miss Dorothy a, a mansion. So we build well, all this I stuff can't wait and, to see my mansion and and thank you for building it, because, honey. I look, it might be sand right now, but y'all just hold that thought. It's gonna be brick and mortar in the minute. <laughs> well, he even so, had to build um, a little door, and he had a he found a twig, and he's like, "Well, this is the electric to the mansion," and <laughs> it was it was yeah, so yeah, fun. yeah, because you know. Miss Dorothy got to have some lights because she got bad eyes and she got to have some lights. And he's only you make sure that if you see Dane again, you let him know I said thank you for the lights because I'm turning on some lights, okay? So have you been listening so far, Sly Guy? Yeah, I've been I've been listening, taking some notes. Um, I, I I love your opening about don't listen to the messenger, but listen to the message. I mean, I I totally love that because there's so many times when you get so irritated with people and what they say and, and this and that, but it's like, you kind of have to like look past that Mm -hmm. and don't, don't, don't look at them, but look at what they're saying, which is why I, I, I've said over, over again, it's like, you know, you have two ears and one mouth, you know, use your ears so that you can listen instead of, because I think you actually mentioned, um, about not responding or not, mm-hmm. you know, just listen. Um, so I, I love that. And then um, the other thing that I love is that the whole topic that you were talking about just a little while ago, the thing that resonated with me is that over and over and over, you said respect, 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 respect. Mm-hmm. Okay. You may not agree and you, you may not agree, you may not understand, um, but at least respect one another, and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and have the conversation, and have the conversation. 
you know, it's, it's like I'm not trying to convince you and you're not trying to convince me because, you know, obviously we're set in our ways or have our beliefs or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, it's, it's all about respect. You know, it's like you don't mm-hmm. have to diminish somebody. You don't have to, you know, whatever. But it's all it's all. So I love that you kept bringing up respect. So right. anyway. OK, now let me just share with the, the, the new the, so in case somebody's new here. Bobby, I'm sorry, Sly Guy. <laughs> Sly Guy. <laughs> Sly Guy, you know, and, and, you know, and I gave him that name and didn't even know why. The Holy Spirit gave me names for everybody. Sly Guy. He is not Sly Guy. He's Sly Guy because he is smooth and he's slick with what he does. Okay? So he's Sly with it. So, anyway, Sly Guy says he has a husband. Sly Guy I'm all right with that. But guess what? Sly Guy knows that Dorothy is not going to say that he has a husband, but she's going to respect the fact that he believes so. Guess what I'll do? I'm going to go, when I go to his house, I'm going to respect his house. I'm going to respect what he does. I don't have to, I, I, I don't have to agree with it, but I sure don't have to say nothing about it because I'm in his house and I'm going to show love regardless. But we got that understanding. Am I, we don't, me and Sly Guy, we don't have a problem with that. Why does so many people have a problem with that? I'm not going to disrespect him. And they're going to respect me. And we're going to be all right. We can sit and go yep. wherever we want to go together. Yeah. That's the problem with no, too many believers. Bobby, what do you say about that, Sly Guy? No, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, um, we can absolutely be friends and you know, agree or disagree, you know, whatever, you know, you respect me, I respect you. And what you do with your life is, is what you do. And what I do with mine is mine. And, you know, it's between you and God and between me and God. And, and I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, no. and, 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 and the thing is, is that when we don't like something, we have to pray about it. We have to learn to work within this world. Guess what? People who live the way that they live, they're not going anywhere. The way people that live the way that I live, we ain't going nowhere. We got to learn to live in this world together and figure out how to do it and not compromise our beliefs. Period. But still show the compassion of Christ. Okay, so Sly Guy, go ahead. Go ahead, Sly Guy. Oh, no, no, I, I was just going to say, you know, when I finally came out, you know, it's like, of course, there's a lot of tears and stuff, but it's like my mom was more worried about me being on drugs or doing some illegal activities than me being gay. And mm-hmm. she's like, she's like, oh, she's like, oh, thank God you're not, you know, doing drugs or, you know, crack or meth or, or this or that, you know, it's, it's like, so it's your perspective on things and you know, just, um, and, you know, being in Nebraska, I mean, the red of red states, you know, it's like, we've had so much support here, you know, so we're blessed with that. Um, just because people understand and back to your other point, just respect, you know, it's like, okay, they may not agree, but they respect us as, as, humans as as people you know 
um, I, I think that's the whole thing is like, okay, may not like what you're doing, but you know, hey, I respect you as a person. Right, and 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 see, that's the thing, and and so so many times because I love Christ, and 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 my lifestyle is not your lifestyle. We we get to the point um, we get to the point to where. As they say, we can become so holy until we forget that we're still an example of Christ. No matter what, because if you if you want someone to change or you want to see a change be made, let them see the change you want to be made within you, and maybe they might change. Uh, okay, well, on that on that point, um, I mean, I don't want to get into a big discussion about this, but the thing that really irritates me is people mm-hmm. who say they are Christians. Mm-hmm. But yet they pass judgment on everybody else, and they do all this and that and whatever. But yet, you know, they, they're a believer in Christ, and and they they do, you know, what they want, you know. And and of course, you know, I'll probably get feedback on that. But um, but still, people who say that that it, it, it's so um, I don't I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but um, maybe two faced or something like that. It's like, Hypocrite. you know, oh, I'm a believer. Okay, that's, 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 that's a good word. You know, it's, it's like, well, how, how can you say this and then do that, but yet you're judging me, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I try to be a law-abiding citizen and, and, and do God's work and, you know, this and that, but, um, but yet you judge me and look what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, um, oh, what, right, I think I had right. one other and, thing. Go ahead, go ahead with that one. Other no, thing. oh no, no. I I said I um, had some other things. I I think the other thing that that uh, pointed out to me was the imperfection, striving for perfection, and then love is not a worldly comprom- compromise, but is biblical compassion. So those are the things that stuck out to me tonight. Oh well, thank you. Well, you know, and 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 I and I really mean, I mean that, you know, just because. Okay, and what I mean, and I'm not just talking about. Um, I, I, I'm 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 not just talking about the 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 the, the LBG. You you know I can't I I don't know those acronyms but anyway I'm not just talking about right. people who live an awesome lifestyle but what I am saying is just because someone decides that they want to do drugs with their life does that make them not lovable? No. That makes them doing what they do with their lives, but yet we'll treat them so badly. Somebody ain't never took nothing from us. We do it all day long. We see somebody with their hair matted up on top of their head or they got sores all over their face. First thing we do, as a Christian, we shouldn't do that. If you ain't like my grandmother and everybody's done heard to say, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. So if you can't just play Christ, carry on. Yeah. Because that person no, may be looking, huh? No, I was just gonna say I'm I'm guilty as well because we have got neighbors across the street, you know, we're like, oh, they're doing meth or they're doing crack or this or that because you know the police are over there all the time and this and that. But 
you know, it's like, why should I be sitting here judging them? You know, it's like, I don't know what their story is. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I don't know what they're going through and show them a little compassion and a little respect. And um, <laughs> although they've been in the paper many times for <laughs> drugs and stuff, but, you know, it's like, I don't know their story. Yeah, who are you? Who are you to say why they're doing it? You don't know. That may be the that you just don't know. So the best thing when you don't know what to say, and as a Christian, carry on. Don't say nothing. If you ain't got the compassion of Christ with you, don't say nothing. Be quiet. Right. Move on. Well, thank you, Sly Guy. You know, uh, Lansing, Michigan, and Firecracker are here, and, and you know, they both burn. And, you know, we probably both getting ready to get hammered. So let's buckle up, yeah. okay? You ready? Let's buckle up, because we probably both getting ready to get hammered. So let me break. Let me put on me some, a seatbelt. Let me put on my makeshift seatbelt. Okay, Firecracker, are you there? I am. Oh, Lord, you there. Okay. All right, Sly Guy. Buckle up, Sly Guy, because they're all here. They waiting, boy. They stomping at the bitch like a horse waiting on a bitch. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Firecracker. Go on here. Oh, God. Good afternoon, everybody. It is so ironic. Thank you. Thank you. It is so ironic, the topic that you chose. And it really touched me because of something that I encountered uh, just the other day. And it is about compassion. And I have been trying to teach people by the Word of God and by how I display compassion, people that are close to me, that are in my immediate family, about what love unconditional love is and what compassion is and it's just been to no avail and it just over and over over and over I see that they just they don't get it now I've had these qualities since I was a kid I've always had empathy and which empathy is the ability to feel what somebody else feel in a situation. Now, a lot of people get empathy and compassion mixed up. Compassion is not only the ability to feel what somebody else feels in any given situation, it's also feeling what they feel, not just ex- thinking you know how they must feel, but actually feeling their hurt and their pain. But the main thing is willing, the willingness to do something about it. One of the things that Christ told us was to love. The first commandment was love God with all your heart, all your mind, and whatever the rest of the verse say. The second one was love your neighbor as yourself. Not only do we love, not love our neighbors, we don't even love our relatives, our loved ones, unconditionally. I, I, it bothers me so much, and for some reason, I guess I have a lot of self-confidence. 
and I'm not afraid to say what I feel. So a lot of times I get taken the wrong way. Uh, people think that I have a rough exterior, and I might very well, but I am a compassionate person, and I show compassion all of the time. I cannot not show. Sometimes I, you know, am not able to do anything uh, but be compassionate. But when I can be compassionate, because love and compassion, are, they're not just words. They're deeds. And we have all of these Christians and all these people that are say that they love you and they love their mother, they love their sister, they love their brother, and can stand by and watch a loved one suffer a pain or something that happened to them. And I'm just going to say, you know, what it is I experienced. My family, were, we were all on a site. And we joined that site together because we were planning a family get-together. That was the purpose for the site, for them. To me, I was just happy to be chatting. So we was laughing and talking and whatever on the site. So then another family member had an issue, she, and it was brought up on the site. Well, I, I knew of the issue prior, and everybody else did too. So this family member needed some money for something very important. And nobody said a word. When she mentioned it on the site, nobody said a word. I didn't hear nothing from anybody. And it upset me so much. So finally a couple of people said, well, how much do you need and this or that or whatever. But nobody committed, and they didn't have to commit online, but I had talked to this person, and nobody had contacted the family member that was in need. So I got so upset, y'all, and I texted, and I said, you know, everybody always talking about, you know, I'm in somebody's business, or I do this wrong, or I do that wrong. I said, however, I am a compassionate person. I try to love unconditionally. And whenever somebody needs, I don't wait for them to ask me. I do what I can do. So I said, now I've already given this family member $100. She needs this or that. We on this site could easily give that amount. I didn't hear from anybody. Finally, one of the persons on the site said, this is not a GoFundMe site. This site was put up to plan an event and what's going on here now I'm un- uncomfortable with. They talking directly to me. You need you're making me uncomfortable. You need to discuss that money in a more personal way and in a in a more dignified way. That's what I was told. And I just replied back, Oh I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. This wasn't set up for that. But it hurt me so bad that that's what the focus was on is what the site was about, not that the family member, and I don't mean no distant cousins or whatever. We're talking about sisters, first cousins, nieces on the site, grandma. We're talking about close people. And it hurts me so that they just don't get it. 
They don't know uh, what the Christ is, obviously. They don't okay. have companion, obviously. Okay, let me let me let me say let me say this to you because I feel the hurt and I and I and I and I see it, and I mean I feel it and see that's what compassion is. Compassion is for me is when you can carry someone else's pain. It hits you on the inside. A lot of times we can put you know empathy means you can put something on you. You can just put it on, but you can carry it with compassion. You can feel it in down in your soul in your bones. So let me say this to you. Sometimes we who are very compassionate people, when we're dealing with people who have a calloused heart, sometimes they have a calloused heart because the world is callous now. It's every man for themselves. It's every man for themselves. I don't care if it's mama, sister, uncle, cousin, whomever. You Sometimes we have to realize that we as compassionate people can get so compassionate until our, 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 our compassion turns into our passion. Y'all going to give somebody some money now. Now, it don't make no sense. How we deliver sometimes is the part that makes people forget that we're compassionate. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And they see our passion, but they ain't looking at the fact that it's our compassion that's fueling our passion. Because guess what? When you drop off C-O-M, you got passion. And we, hey, I'm telling you now, back to that cross. Ain't no way. They wouldn't, look, girl, they wouldn't be here to even say that. They wouldn't even be here to be, be making me feel like I got, they would already be burnt. Because I wouldn't have been on that cross. So y'all, they, we would have made it. So anyway, but I'm just saying, that's what happens, and you have to look at who you're talking to. Don't get so don't 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 get so bogged up in it. You're doing the right thing, and yeah, sometimes we do. Our passion does make us say something that is not what right, but it's because that burning inside of us, we're taking on that compassion because we're feeling, you felt the pain of your family and your loved one needing something, and you got family here knowing that she is in need, and ain't nobody saying nothing. Nobody's doing nothing. Nobody responded to you. You asked her, nobody said anything to her. So your passion at that point, your compassion fueled up the fire of passion. I'm going to get this for this. I'm getting this, and they're going to do right. My family going to do right. And that's why you sent the text. So sometimes we have to, as compassionate people, we have to slow down. And one thing that happened to me, I was in a thread this week, and I took something wrong. And what I do, I always do me a con. I do me a check. I do me a, a a check on me because I have to call people and say, hey, 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 I'm feeling this way. I got to. You got to talk to me as that song. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I have to be talked out the edge sometimes because my my nerves is bad. Y'all know I got a lot of stuff going on. The reality coach nerves get bad. Especially when you're going to mess with my cheering and my grandchildren cheering, as, as they say. So what I'm saying is I was, too, in a thread this week, and I thought someone said something, and I took it the wrong way. And I called someone, and that person said, I think you're digging too deep. You're doing too much. You're going too far. And me saying, well, I could be, but uh, I don't feel like I am. But then 
here's what God will do for you. When you when you trying to really perfect some things and clean up the, clean yourself out, He'll send someone to confirm what you're dealing with. So guess what happened? Shortly after I was corrected and said I was going too deep, there came a thread, a, a, a text in that thread that let me know, oh, I did go too deep. That is their personality. So guess what I did? I acknowledged it, although they didn't know what I was going to do. I acknowledged it, and I said, hey, such and such corrected me. She was right. This is your personality. You don't have no sense of humor. That Your brown humor is different from mine. And now that let me understand. So all I'm saying to you is, as a compassionate person who carries, who cares the compassion of Christ in them, always try to check your compassion Richter scale because when we want something so bad for somebody, our passion will rise up real quick. And especially if it's one of our kids or somebody that we love, it'll rise up and we'll forget that we know Jesus. So that's all I'm saying. It happened. It's done. It's over. Look at who you're dealing with and learn how to work within the frame of what you're dealing with. Simple as that. That's all we got to do. That's all we can do. I understand, but you ain't perfect. That right, and that was not a bit a good day. And you know, I thought I waited, so I probably could have did it in a different way. But but I, I did not, and I apologize for being on the forum talking about what I was talking about and even said, you know, I could get off the forum and, you know, whatever. I did apologize. And um, so I'm done with, you know, I am done with it, but it's so, it happens and it keeps happening and it keeps repeating. And I was very aggravated. Um, and I wanted to say before I close, you talked about um, compromise. 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 Yes. And I, I, I took the liberty to look that word up because I, I thought I realized what I knew what it meant, but I, I wanted to go a little deeper. And mm-hmm. the verb and the um, the first one said, Settle a dispute by mutual concession. The second one said, accept standards that are lower than is desirable. And God tells us that we are not to not to compromise the word of God. He warns us, Paul writes repeatedly about not Compromising, compromising the word of God. So I, I am going to work. I'm, you know, I, I'm studying, work on. I ain't where I should be, but I'm not where I used to be. So you know, with that being said, I usually, um, when I know I'm in a, a state where I might not be completely responsible for what I say or how I say it, I usually. Try not to say nothing at all. But time was an issue as well. So it is what it is. But I, I just don't, it's so hard for me. Yeah, I don't just have compassion for people in my family. I mean, I 
every day as I go about my day, I run across situations. And I know you cannot help everybody, but when it goes on my heart to help a person, that's what I do. You can't feed all the homeless. No, you can feed some. You can't give everybody a ride that's uh, walking, and you shouldn't. But you can give a woman with three kids walking in the rain. You know, so I just do what I can do. And it's so hard. It's like I'm alone. I, I mean, I tried going to different and stuff, and they had hidden agendas. So I just don't understand. But I got God. Where it was real, where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing, yes, eventually. Okay, well let me let me share this with you, and then I know we got to get on to the next call. But let me say right. this: when I was when I kept seeming like I was in a vortex and and going through the same thing over and over, I realized that I keep flunking. God keeps putting me back in that same situation until I master that. That's how we begin to perfect. Things. We keep having to go through it. So now I, when I go through something the first time and it hurt real bad, okay, Lord, what was I supposed to get out? What did I do wrong? Because see, I don't like going over something over and over, and I keep and and I and I'm and I'm flunking, and I'm just not gonna do it. So sometimes maybe you 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 may be appearing not to do well within, but guess what? God is cleansing you. He's preparing you for the next big. Hurdle. So if you can't master this situation, he can't take you to the next level. So maybe you keep you said it keeps happening over and over again. Try to consider or ask God, or you know, you you say, I, have you ever said to yourself, well, I ain't gonna fall for that next. I ain't gonna fall for that. Next. I'm just gonna keep my mouth closed. And then all of a sudden, you find yourself saying something. Yep. So. Maybe that's God's way of telling you Sit back and know that I am God You prayed the prayer Because the effectual servant prayer Of the righteous abated much You could have prayed the prayer Lord give it to us And you sit sure? on that and not have to say a word And watch him do it Look, yeah, I got you I thank you for that advice Because when you're dealing with people that don't care nothing about themselves, honey, you can't say nothing to them. No way. They're going to take everything wrong. But anyway, let me just go and tell you. The reality coach will tell you, sugar, you was right. Check them. No, I'm just playing. Don't do that. I'm just <laughs> See how we do it? We lay Jesus down. We're getting our passion real quick. That's how we do it. Girl, you was right. Go and tell them. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You you stay in that vein that you in. Let the Lord keep working with you. Don't listen to the reality coach on that last report because that was that was that was her keeping it real with herself. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Don't do that. But thank you, Firecracker, and we'll be praying for you in that situation. And now you know, don't flunk no more. If God say leave it alone, you go pray and sit still and know that He is God and He will work it out for us. You so right. Amen. Right. Amen. Well, thank you, Firecracker. Amen. Thank you so much. All right. Good night. Good night. Oh, Mr. Mr. I know you over there dying to get on here and get me in, me, get me. Come on. Uh-oh. Yes, what a good theme song for him, because here him come. 
Lansing, Michigan, you're on. Hello. Hello and hello. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah, don't start that old sweet stuff. You're not going to be nothing about it. No, I'm not falling for it. You're going to check me, and I already know you're going to get me. So come on, let me look. I done braced myself. All right. All right. Here we go. One. Uh oh. Blessings to everybody. I uh, all my life I've been known to keep it real. That don't always mean I keep it one hundred, just because I keep it, you know. But I do keep it real. I've moved away from calling myself a Christian to a follower of Christ because Christian has become a label that anybody can grab hold of because they picked up a Bible and sat in the church. I'm a follower of Christ, meaning I look at him, what he said, what he did, who he was, and then do my best to apply that to me. Now, that don't make me sinless. You know, I struggle with telling the truth. And here's what I'll say. I have migraines. My wife will come say, how you feeling today, babe? I'm like, I'm okay. I got a headache. Well, I just lied. You're not okay with a headache. I don't care. It ain't a malice lie, but it's a lie nonetheless. So we all struggle with little things like that where, you know, we, we deal with that. But then there are things, you know, for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. But then there's manipulation of God's word, a lack of understanding and discernment of what God's word says, who God is. And what he is. You know, and Jesus Christ is one of the people in Scripture that people make who he was not to fit them mm. so that they can feel better about who they are and what they're doing. It's mm. as if they don't, they, they don't understand that uh, spiritual compromise happens when, when people view salvation from a human standpoint instead of God. And compromise is something that people love to do because, uh, especially when it comes to I love everybody. Well, I'm not even ready to fool you. I do not love everybody. I cannot love everybody, and I will not love everybody. But I do have enough love for everybody who wants it. I will extend my love to just about anybody. But let's let's be serious. There are certain things that people grab hold of and will accept over other things and then call it judging, judging, judging. Nobody wants to be corrected, and so the best way to avoid correction is to call it judgment. Mm. Look at my lifestyle and you judge me. No, I'm trying to correct you. I'm trying to help you. But if it feels like judgment, then it must be, not for me. But from God's word itself, it'll judge you all by itself. It don't need my help. Well. And yes. And, and Jesus Christ said it in John and in 724. Judge not according to appearances, but judge with righteous judgment. You know how I many people never heard that verse? All they ever heard was judge not least ye be judged. I mm. have every right. To use righteous judgment and something that is unrighteous, something I shouldn't have no part of, something those who follow Christ should have no part of. He said to separate ourselves. No, we got to be here. 
got to separate ourselves. And people act like Jesus Christ just said, oh, everything my father said in the Old Testament no longer exists because I came, I died, I rose, and now you can do what you want to do. Well, Scripture begs to differ. Matthew 10, 34. Think not that I come to send peace on earth. I come not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's foe shall be they of his household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. It's all there in red. If people took time to read it, they know that uh, if you love what God don't love more than you love God, you can't say you're a part of him or his kingdom. So, oh, Jesus Christ just talked so nice to everybody. He made them feel so good. Well, what about when he called the scribes? Whoa, you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Oh, yeah, he said it. He didn't miss his word. Oh, yeah, he even called them vipers. Mm. He said in his word that these people who think they're going around loving people and, and making um, – feel great because they're compromising their false compassion and 23:33. this is what he says ye serpents ye generation of vipers how can you escape the damnation of hell wherefore behold I send you prophets and wise men and scribes and some of them you shall kill and crucify and some of them you shall scourge in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city so when people that God has sent to tell the truth come with the truth to the world if they don't kill us outright they put us down people who don't know the first thing about Jesus Christ tell me who Jesus Christ is what that don't make no sense and it can't make any sense. There is no compassion in allowing a person to go to hell. And uh, the Bible is very clear. From Old Testament to New Testament, how people who love the Lord must act. Proverbs 8.13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverted mouth I hate. Psalms 97.10, hate evil, you who love the Lord. Who perseveres the souls of his godly ones He delivers them from the hands of the wicked Amos 5.15 Hate evil, love good, and establish justice in the gates Perhaps the Lord God of hosts may be gracious to the remnant of Joseph Romans Let love be without hypocrisy Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good And there are 22 more such verses where we're commanded to hate evil. And evil is anything that goes against God's natural ways, that goes against God's written word, and goes against who God told us to be. Because Jesus Christ did say, I didn't come to destroy the law or none of that. 
I came to make sure it's fulfilled. So if God hated a certain lifestyle then, he hates the lifestyle now. I'm not going to say, well, just because your sin didn't stop him from breathing, it's okay. Just because your sin didn't make a vulnerable child your victim, it's okay. Just because fake clergymen, those wolves in sheep clothing, tell you that what you're doing is okay, don't mean I'm going to grab hold of it. And I'm not going to apologize for not grabbing hold of it. Be hungry, I'll feed you. Be naked, I'll clothe you. Be in a lie, and I'll truth you, whether it feels good or it don't. That's the best love and compassion any of us who follow Christ can do, is to deliver the truth. Some people say, well, Ryan, you're a little hard. You know, you got to come nice. You got to come this. You got to come that. When Jesus went into that temple that was disrespecting his father, he didn't say, okay, guys, I'm going to need you to wrap it up. And uh, ladies, you all are going to have to do, uh, I'm, okay. And he went there like a hurricane. People need to remember that. People need to realize God is not a God who serves man. God is a God to be served by man. God's word is not written so that we can be more than him, but written so we can be like him. And folks don't want that, sister. And well, that's why. Well, let me let me let me ask you this. So okay. I, I I see what you're saying. Um, because it sounds like what, 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 where people can get confused when you're saying that when you quoted the scriptures about hate, what God said, hate, people can get confused and say, well, uh, so we're supposed to hate people who live an alternate lifestyle? That's, um, let's see, hate is not violence necessarily. Mm-hmm. Hate, that means it sickens you That means you cannot stand to be around it That means you cannot embrace it I hate being burned by fire So I don't touch the stove I hate getting in a car accident So I drive according to the laws And watch around me I hate so, Go ahead. So let me ask, Let me ask you this so what do you, okay, now, we know that uh, being in an unnatural relationship, according to the Bible, male with male, female with female, what do you say to people who have children, who have parents that live there? Are they supposed to not be around them? Um, that's what Jesus Christ just said. If you love mother and father more than me, you are not worthy of me. If you love son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of me. I didn't say that. Jesus said that. So and if you got to wonder what God will do with that lifestyle, go find somebody who's from Sodom and Gomorrah. Go find somebody who has lived that lifestyle in the Old Testament, even the New, and see how God handled it. I don't have to tell you what he did. It's there. And see, when people say, and you know the stories in the Bible... The stories in the Bible, you know, it lessens the effect of how real it is. Why? Mickey Mouse is in a story. Peter Pan is in a story. Oh, come on. <laughs> wow. Got story. Call them what they are, accounts. 
Don't call, you know, and Moses, the character of Moses, you know, the character of Jesus, the the, the character, they may have had okay. character, but they're not. They're people. Okay. Okay. Now we have to, now I, re, I respect what you're saying, but here's what I, well, here's what it's sounding like. It's sounding like, see, this is what, this is where uh, judgment comes into play. It sounds like you, do you have someone that uh, do do you have a close loved one that's living an alternate lifestyle that you choose not to be around because of their lifestyle? Yes, many people. But if she called okay, on okay, like a, you, you have a child? right. But if she called on me, no, no, it's 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 a niece. Uh, okay. But if she called on me and she needed me, I'd be there for. Her. I, if she was hungry. I'd make sure she ate. If she was getting ready to get thrown out on the streets and I can help her, I'll help her. But I'm not going to confuse my helping her with letting her think that I believe in what she's doing and I acknowledge it is okay. Because I won't. Okay, I mean, well, I'm glad. Well, I, I'm glad you clarified that because it sounded like you were saying, "Don't help them, don't be around them, don't love them, none of that." And 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 I just wanted exactly to make sure that, that I, I, I just wanted to make sure that they understand what you're saying because that's what it sounded like. That's why mm-hmm. I, asked con- that I think question. he contradicted. I think he contradicted. I'm saying if they're hungry, I'm saying if they're hungry, I'll feed them. And it doesn't matter if you think I contradicted myself. What I'm saying is this. You said you People couldn't don't be a, a man of God. You said you couldn't no, be a man be. of God or worthy of him if you, you can. didn't hate them. Um, exactly. That lifestyle, I hate that lifestyle. I hate the lifestyle. I hate the That's lifestyle. I hate, I hate murderers. I hate child rapists. I hate drug dealers. I hate their lifestyle. I can't disconnect the, the two of them. Change your lifestyle. Hey, and, and 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 so many times people think that this is for me. Well, I follow Christ. I follow Scripture, not based on what I want it to be, not based on what people told me it should be, but based on what God said it is. That's where people have okay. a hard time swallowing the pill okay. of truth. Now, now that is why I wanted to make sure because it did come across. And when you first said it, it came across as though you said, hate them and we're not worthy of being uh, in the presence of God. We're not being. That's the way it came across. That's why as the reality coach and as the person that God has put over this to birth this thing, I have to make sure that everybody is getting the food that they need. And that's why I'm giving you an opportunity to explain. You're saying you hate the sin, not the person. You're not saying you can't be around the people. You just go not going to agree with them. So pretty much what you're saying is what I said. Right. Because I hate the lifestyle, believe- I can't be around them. That don't mean I can't help them. That don't mean if they're in distress, I can't bring them compassion. But I'm not going to mm-hmm. hang out with you. I'm not going out to eat with you. I'm not doing those things. Our lifestyles are not compatible. God told me to separate myself. And I'm doing what God said. It ain't personal for me as far as that goes. It's personal for me is what God said. And everything I read was scripture. 
Allah even gave you and, whether and, I had and you, and, and you and and you're right, but see here's the thing. It's easy. Now I'm just gonna put this out. It's easy to stand boldly on the word of God when you don't have a child that's living that lifestyle, when you don't have a grandbaby that lives that life. It's easier to sit here and bold in your holy boldness and say that. But let's pray that you're never put in a position to where you have to come back and hear your own words. Because oh, I'm I'll deal with you. it. Um, okay. I had, I had, I did have a brother that was like that. I mean, he's since passed. I did have a brother uh, that was okay. like that. Okay, a brother. I'm talking about a child. My my daughter, my daughter for a little while professed that she was that way. And I said that's fine. I don't know what you're gonna do, but you can't do it around me. If you bisexual, hey, that's up to you. That's between you and God. It ain't got nothing to do with me. But you'll not show up at my house with somebody you calling your girlfriend. Okay, now please and I won't come to your house. Okay, okay, hold on. Your house. Uh huh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're saying two different things. Yes, and yes, that's yes. what I'm trying to get you. To, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. When you're saying certain things, we as Christians, well, you as a follower of Christ, have to be careful when you get into what you're saying because sometimes our passion can overrule our compassion. And that's all I'm saying. Your passion is coming out in bits and pieces in this conversation. And I ain't the only one hearing it. There are people going, they're blowing up Facebook right now. They hear what I hear. And I'm just telling you, you're giving a great word. You, 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 you're staying in the word. And, 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 and I hear you. But as a follower of Christ, you've got to know how to make sure that you don't confuse Nobody, and you don't come across as a double-minded individual because the Bible say a double-minded man is dangerous and, and, yeah, and unstable in all his ways, and unstable and, and, and in all his that. ways. And I mm-hmm. sound like a very that. angry man. And and I no, understand that. Oh, let me change. I am a very angry man because people have used the gospel the wrong way. They've embraced the lies over the truth, and then they attack anybody. Who's telling the truth Right now if one of my sons walked in here and said Dad I'm gay That's your life Go enjoy your life But do it over there I'm not a part of it And that's fine But the way it came across Is that you wouldn't even let your son Be in your presence That's what he just that's said again way. Not Not really not, no, no, no. What he said is, I am not no, no, hanging no, no. out with Hold him. Hold on. Hey, hey, hold up. Wait a minute now. The mic can't get cut off real quick. We're going to okay. respect everybody. We're going to get a clear understanding. What he said, Holly Star, is he said that his son cannot come to his house with that. He can come to his house, but he cannot bring a man over there saying that that's his girlfriend or whatever. And That's in the next sentence, yeah. And then in the next sentence, he said he would not hang around with him. I wouldn't. My son can come to me, just like I said, and I can go to God. Uh, my son can come to me, Dad. I'm hungry. I will feed him. It don't matter what that, that that at that point in time, his lifestyle no longer has anything to do with me feeding him. That's with anybody. That's with anybody. But I don't 
have to accept it. I don't have to hang around it. I don't have to act like it's normal because from what I understand in Scripture, from what I've read and from what I've embraced, I don't have to and I shouldn't based on Scripture. Other people can do what they want to do. But as Sister Patterson said, the reality coach, um, I don't have to accept it. I don't have to say what you say just to make you feel good. I don't have to. Any more than you have to say what I want you to say about me. And if you don't like, if, if a person don't like what I'm saying, that's fine. There are a lot of things that people say that I don't like. I just don't hold a conversation with them. But if they're hungry, we don't need to have a conversation for me to feed you. If you ask well, me a question concerning scripture, I'm not going to say, well, I think, I feel, I believe. I'll say, well, the Bible says this. What you do with it after that don't got nothing to do with me. And if you attack me, because I tell you something scripture said, you've not just attacked me. You've attacked the very word of God. You ain't got to talk to me about it. You have to talk to him. Okay. Now, now, now let me say this to you. And this uh-huh. is, this is truly, this is, you, 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 you do come across as you're very upset, but you're passionate about what you're stating because you're talking about the word of God and you hold it dear and close to your heart. You come across like that. People are taking it very offensively. And if you want to say that, Talk with God. Well, one thing I do know, we as followers of Christ have to learn to season our tongue with grace because we don't want to turn nobody away. And all I'm saying is you can say and quote your scriptures and do everything that you're doing, but let me tell you, your scriptures are saying one thing, but your body language, your conversation, and everything is saying a whole different ballgame. And I'm just telling you in love. And I'm saying it because there are too many people that are saying what I'm saying. And hearing what I'm hearing So it ain't just me So yes, you are a follower of Christ But season your tongue You have to Because you turn people off from you But that's the problem, Mm -hmm. sister People have talked so soft People have been so Oh, it's okay And so No, 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 no No, 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 no Let me me tell you That's the way you want to take it That's not what I'm saying What I said is you can say the scriptures, you can do all of that, but the way you're coming across, it comes across as an angry man who's just discovered the Bible and want everybody to know the Bible, that he know all the scriptures, but the way you deliver it, your delivery is really changing your knowledge. It's really Because I'm angry. And I'm because I am angry. Because I am angry. Well, well, well guess Because what? the Bible keeps being compromised. I can't be happy no, no, about no. that. Okay, hold How on. How do you but know you're it's being talking, compromised? You're not talking to everybody. Else. We're not. We're, we're, I'm just telling you, as a person who's trying to liberate minds in order to transform lives, you got too much God in you, and you're too good of a follower of Christ to make people not want to hear your voice. That's all I'm saying. You're turning people away because my, of the way you come across. My they don't want to read. They don't want to. Indeed. It's not that they are. And you can be angry, but let me tell you, anger is one of the things that God don't like. Because let me tell you, if you call, it is better to be thrown into the depths of the sea than to cause one person to stumble by the way that we, as believers and followers of Christ, conduct ourselves. You sounded very angry. You sounded very disrespectful, and yet you quoting every Bible. You doing just what you say everybody else is doing. That's the way you came across. Although that's not the way you meant it to be. I'm just telling you what I heard, but, what I see people I say, and I ain't the only one that heard it. But sister, I did. 
I'm not going to, I really did, because I really am angry. Be angry but, and do not sin. Do not let the sun go. You ain't God. You ain't God. No, you ain't Jesus. I, Jesus. Jesus knew how to conduct himself, even when people were throwing rocks and stones and cursing and spitting on him. He mm-hmm. still maintained his composure, and he still let the compassion of God so was he nice? Him. Was he nice when he called them vipers, sister? Was he nice when he was calling them hypocrites? Was he My nice? My eighteen-year-old that's listening to was this. Was he nice? Okay. You need to read oh, hold Proverbs. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was, you're not, you're not. And that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. You're not Jesus, so therefore you can't bark and do all that you're doing. Not on the reality. I'm trying coach. to be like. Yes, because ma'am. let me tell you, let me tell yes, you. Ma'am. When you get this many people being offended by someone who has so much to offer, all because of the way you're delivering it, we're not saying that you're not right, but your delivery, we've got to, as followers of Christ, we've got to know how to season our tongue and get our point across. Because let me tell you, uh, Sly Guy, he know I don't agree with his lifestyle. He know I don't. But he's all right with it because of the way I presented yeah. it. He still sees God, and I did not. I did not compromise God for him. I didn't, and I won't. And he's all right with it. And I'm saying to you, you have so much God in you, and you got a great message, and you know the Word of God, and I can tell you're a true follower. But just bump it down or not. That's all, because people are saying things, and, and, and I know you don't really okay. care, and it's okay, but you should, as a follower okay. of Christ, because Jesus test, did test care. One, two. Okay, okay, TNT, go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I wanted to say something real quick. Now, I understand, like with anyone, Y'all know me already. I go ham and cheese when it comes to to the word of God. That's me. I also understand what the word of God says. I can't personally comment on the having someone that is my daughter or my son that is living a homosexual lifestyle. I personally can't comment on it. All I can comment on is the fact that as a pastor – I'm not hating on the person. See, this is what this is what a lot of people get confused. Well, how can you how can you uh why did he hang up? But anyway, okay. Why did he um why do you separate how can you separate the two? You really can't. Let me tell you why. Because when you're loving the person, they say they have this saying, loving loving them past the pain or loving them past the sin or Loving them past whatever. Now, there is a delivery that you do bring when it comes to certain issues. This particular issue is, yes, case sensitive. A lot of people will get offended by it depending on how it's delivered. However, everything we speak as ministers, pastors, bishops, it's supposed to be in Love. See, a lot of us forget that word, love. We don't love. So 
Of course we're going to come off a little harsh when we don't love. I have to love, Sly Guy. I love the brother to death. Do I agree with his lifestyle? No. But I love Sly Guy. I love him. He's my brother. That's being real. And the fact of the matter is, it's my job as a pastor to lead not only with giving you the truth, but setting the example of the truth. What do I mean? Now, when it comes to, and I'm learning this, and I thank Sly Guy, I thank him for opening up and being brave enough to, to stay on the panel and to call every week and listen. Mm-hmm. I, I applaud him for that because there's a lot of people that will automatically be mad and feel some kind of way. I need to, as a pastor, I need to understand why. Just like vice versa, we need to understand how. How do we combat a lot of these issues we're dealing with? All of them. Not just this one. All of them. How can we be effective in love with, without being offensive? You can cut like a fine surgeon. Case in point, if you're being cut for surgery, do you feel the cut? I'll wait. So when nope. you're getting cut for surgery, you don't feel the cut. And when he sews you back together, you're being healed by what was infecting you. Now, don't go running, taking my words, talking about, oh, he's saying my, what, I, what I do and what I love is an affection. That's not what I said. Jesus is a fine surgeon. And as ministers, as leaders of the gospel, when we preach the word, that's how we have to be. Be able to cut and sow and heal and guide to the truth at all possible. I don't think I have it all together, family. I don't think I'm the perfect person for the perfect delivery in every perfect situation. But as I'm understanding this thing called preaching and teaching and giving people the word, I'm understanding how to be just that, a fine surgeon, cutting away at the cancer, being able to give you what God says and still heal you, convict you, and we can still be friends at the end of the day. But anyway, I got more to say, and I don't have a lot of time to say it, so I just want to throw my three cents in there. So, Coach, I will be quiet. Back to you. Thank you. Well, Thank you. Uh, all, all in a nutshell, here's the thing. Like I said today, and this, he said exactly what I was saying earlier when I was talking to someone. I said that, no, people have a propensity to think that I have something against people who live an alternate lifestyle. No, 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 no. My problem is you're not going to make me lie. You're not going to. That was my problem. I love everybody. I do. I love everybody. I'm a happy person. I don't care what you're doing. You want to think you want to think you're a girl and I can see you a boy? That's on you. Am I gonna just make you say you ain't no girl? Yeah, no. I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna kick it with you and I'm gonna do everything I can and show you love because that is my job as a follower of Christ. I, my job ain't to lie. 
My job is to show you love and compassion because at the end of the day, we all need it, and we all got issues. Some of our issues are very hidden, but some of ours are very open. And, again, he is right. Fly guy, you rock. I love you. You're bold enough. You're, you're wise enough, and you're willing. God can do so much with you because you're willing. And that's what I'm going to say. And I and, and to the viewers and the listeners, uh, Lance in Michigan, he has a lot to offer, but y'all don't judge him. He's, he, 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 he's, he's, he's going to get there because he has a lot to offer and he does know the word. And I know how it came across. I heard it just like you heard it. And as you see, you're not getting ready to run the reality coach the way. No, you're not. You can't. Because we're here to liberate minds and transform lives. And that's right. just the bottom line. And if you're not going to do that, your mic will get cut. That's the bottom line. And we're not here to argue and yell and scream at one another. We're here to respect and hear everybody. And these topics are holy hot topics that people stay away from, but we're bold enough to talk about them, and we're going to get an understanding. Because guess what? People who live the way that they live, they ain't going nowhere, and I ain't going nowhere. I can't change the color of my skin. I'm black, and I'm proud. But I'm white, and y'all laugh in color. But guess what? We both proud at the end of the day. So, Okay. And y'all can say, I'm dark. And I say you loud and color white people because I'm just telling you, if you turn off the light, we might be able to see you. But if you turn off the light, you ain't going to see me. You just going to see my teeth. I'm just saying. Okay? So don't take that person. All right? But anyway, you guys, and I want to leave y'all with this little nugget. Do y'all know that compromise is nowhere in the King James Bible? That word is nowhere in there. Just thought I'd let you know that. So, hey, don't compromise. A word. Don't compromise. Love is not worldly compromise. Love is biblical compassion. Have compassion, people. And we'll see you all next week. And we'll be back with another hot, holy topic. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Love you all. I don't care what you are, who you are, what color you are. I love y'all. And we're going to go eat some chicken because y'all know I love chicken. KFC preferably or Albertson. Talk to y'all soon. Can't do it without y'all. Yeah. Bye. Let's go. Come on. Oh. Everybody, get your hands up. We got the B I C T O O Y. Central Texas.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,000. 178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.